on 104.5 FM and 1440 AM WAJR. This is the talk of the town. Welcome to Morgantown AM. Everybody talks, everybody talks, everybody talks. From today's news to tomorrow's happenings, we're talking about what matters to you. To join the conversation, call us at 304-296-0041. Now, here are your hosts for Morgantown AM, Dave Wilson and Sarah Giosi. Good morning. Welcome into the program. Morgantown AM, Dave and Sarah with you as we are about to embark upon a busy week coming up. We'll run through the headlines. Mungay County Clerk Kerry Blaney going to take a few minutes with us. Today is the last day to register to vote. Plus, we got early voting getting underway. Poll workers. We'll talk to Kerry about that coming up. Also, we'll take your calls at 304-296-0041. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. Those are the numbers to get in touch with the program. You can also uh, tweet at us at Morgantown AM. And we're on Facebook.com slash AM1440WAJR as well. How you doing, Sarah? Pretty good. You know, tomorrow I was thinking about this. It's going to be my first day to wear my new West Virginia radio jacket. It's going to be cold. Is that be... Do you want some applause for that? <laughs> 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 they just gave them to us. It's going to be cold, and we're going to be out at the Kroger, so. It's a nice jacket, but there's not uh, a lot of insulation. Here's the problem. when We or- we ordered them over a year ago. Right. And, when, and But we just got them. But when we ordered them and they asked for our sizes, I was 100 months pregnant. And that's true. Arlen came out and went, wow, that was extraordinary. (laughs) So I, uh, I noticed that everything that they ordered during that period is like 15 sizes too large for me. I think I was having a little bit of an identity crisis about what size I needed. Now, were you giving them the size or were they just going, uh, (laughs) no, no, they asked for our sizes, but I mentally was in a place where I was like, oh, well, this is the size I need. But then I didn't realize be pregnant for the the rest of my life. I guess I assumed that. So, so the jacket's a little big. Is it's that what pretty big. It's pretty big. Actually, <laughs> on my uh, Facebook news feed, was it uh, yes, a couple of days ago? You know, it comes up and says, "Do you want to share these memories?" Right, and it was the picture of you uh, from a year ago in the Morgantown Mohegans football jersey. Oh, I was, uh, I was about pretty pregnant in that months too. Pregnant yeah. At the time. <laughs> And I go, oh yeah, yeah, I think I will share that. That angle didn't make me make me look quite as uh, no, large you in were, charge. You were, trying, <laughs> you were taking a selfie, which, by the way, your selfie faces are extraordinarily. You know, and I have to do it over and over because I can't do. it. I'm one of those people. I never take them, so whenever I do, it's it's rough. I watched, so I'm I'm doing my pregame show uh, over the weekend down in uh, Norfolk, down in Old Dominion, and right out in front of our broadcast location there, where our radio booth was is the camera deck. Mm-hmm. And there's a girl, I say girl, college-aged woman, mm-hmm. um, running, operating the camera. You know, because a lot of times they'll when they contract these out, they'll get the college kids who yeah. are in the broadcast programs. So I watched as she you know, got everything set up and spent no less <laughs> than 15 minutes. Because I did two full segments of the pregame show. Two full segments. So it had 15 minutes at least. Right. Trying to take the perfect selfie. Oh, yeah. I'm, I have no doubt. There were duck faces. Uh-huh. There were uh, smiles. Sure. There were sad faces for some reason. Oh. 
<laughs> there was the uh, head tilt this way, head tilt that way. Uh-huh. You know, the bent knee, arm on the, sh the hip. Fluff the hair. And I'm sitting here the whole time, and I'm watching it because, you know, she's not 10 feet from me, just right. out of the booth. And I'm going... When will this end? <laughs> I want to see which one she posts now. Right. Like now I want to find her on Instagram I feel to invested. see which one. Did you ever watch the, it just was pretty recently, there was a baseball game and it was a pretty slow, boring game and the announcers ended up zoning in actually and doing more announcing on, there was a whole group of, there was probably 10 young, I would say college age level females that all, for the whole game, I mean the whole game we're taking selfies. And oh, the comment, gosh. the commentators were hilarious because then they're like, "Oh, and now here's one with my hot dog. Now here's one with my chimichanga." And they were, they were, and it showed them they were taking pictures of all these things. And oh, it was the, the just look it up. It's pretty funny. It's pretty popular on YouTube. It's hilarious. Are you you don't take picture of your food? Do no, you? I don't take pictures of anything. Well, first of all, I still have iPhone what three? What are we on now? Ten? Yeah, I'm on they iPhone three. Nine. They went right. Did to they 10. go back though and make make an? I don't that think not so. Well, regardless, Dave, I'm on about three. So my phone doesn't even take pictures anymore. I can't even take pictures anymore, which I will tell you that has been, uh, it doesn't do anything else either. Like I can't use any apps, nothing. I've been okay with all of that. But now as a mom, it is hard to not be able to take pictures in certain moments. Because we don't have a camera. We, right. we only use have cell phone. phones. Right. Um, and so there are many moments of Arlen's life that, that is, it's not being documented for the sheer fact that I'm still on iPhone 3. Well, why don't you just get a new one? You know, I, I probably will eventually. I'm just so cheap. And, and here's the thing. What do you need a phone for? You need a phone to make phone calls and to text message. No, you and need a phone to take, to take selfies pictures. with your food. Because <laughs> it works to make phone calls and text message. Just doesn't work to play all the apps. Well, I don't. I don't need to spend my time on those anyway. Yeah, but your kid's going to stand up one of these days, probably next week, and start walking around, down. and I won't have the video. He's going to walk around, sit down at the piano, start banging out some oh. Beethoven, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to be like, and you're not going to be able to prove it to anybody. Yeah, because he only do it one time. And There's a look lot at of you. you. Go, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. And what are you going to do? Nothing. No. We're going to have to believe your outrageous mom story <laughs> that you got this genius for a child. <laughs> All right, coming up into the program, we are going to talk to uh, Montague County Clerk Kerry Blaney, uh, get you set for the election. A lot of election-esque uh, topics coming up over the next uh, 10 days or so here on the show. Tomorrow, we're going to talk to 51st District House of Delegates uh, Democratic candidate Danielle Walker. She's actually going to join us down on site uh, because we'll be broadcasting live from the 21st Annual Full Service Food Drive. She'll get to see my new jacket in person. Yeah, she's Lucky excited her. about it, too. I think <laughs> I that was the clincher, actually, uh, for her to come down on site with us. But we'll be over at the Kroger and Saberton, part of the Full Service Food Drive, doing the show live, and we'll also uh, spend some time with Danielle Walker coming up uh, tomorrow. Okay, want to run through a couple of headlines before we hit the break. Of course, uh, this morning is the funeral for legendary Fa uh, Fairmont State University basketball coach Joe Retton. He passed away last week at the age of 87. You can read more about all the people who have come in for that. Huge turnouts yesterday at the Feaster Center uh, down at Fairmont State University. Uh, you can read more at WAJR.com. Our Brittany Murray spent some time down there. Well, Spend a little bit of time on this later, and the only reason I'm going to spend just a little bit of time on this story later is because nobody wanted to publicly get into it. But uh, longtime Morgantown Utility Board General Counsel Tim Stranko uh, announced his resignation at last night's MUB meeting. Uh, he also took that opportunity to take aim at General Manager Tim Ball, but then nobody wanted to discuss publicly 
uh, the circumstances that led to the resignation. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on. The Sears, the anchor, one of the anchor stores at the Morgantown Mall since it opened here. Well, not, I guess, technically in Westover. Uh, it is on the chopping block among those 142 stores that are closing across the country as part of Sears Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Bigger deal, Sarah. The Sears Christmas catalog or the JCPenney Christmas catalog oh, it's that would such come a, to the house? Oh, it's, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll have to go with JCPenney. Because this is about the time of year it would arrive. Right. And you would go through it. I don't know if you would go through it. This is what I, I would go through it. And you, it was that's how you made your Christmas that's list exactly out. That's exactly what you did. And it drove your mother nuts. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, it didn't drive my mom. Oh, actually, my grandmother would give it to us and have us circle stuff. It would help oh, her. Oh, yeah. It was our favorite part. That was that would happen on Thanksgiving night, and it was the best. Um, you know, Sears catalog, though, I guess I'll have to go with that one for the sheer sake that it goes back for hundreds of years. Hundreds <laughs> right? of years. Well, over enough. 100 years ago. I mean, over 100 yeah. years ago, you could buy entire homes. You could get a Sears catalog house. My family actually, well, it wasn't my mom and dad. Uh, it would have been, I think my granddad's, or my papa's uncle, I think. Anyway, my, my uncle ended up buying the piece of property where the house was. Mm -hmm. it was. They referred to it as the mansion on the hill. And right. It was an old house. Yeah. And it had been abandoned for a while. But anyway, long story short, it was a Sears and Robux mm -hmm. house. They bought it out of a catalog. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I, I said hundreds, which was an exaggeration, but it went over. Our yeah. home is over 100 years and in the neighborhood at that time, there were a number of Sears homes with it that right. were all brought in. And they'd ship it. Is that incredible? Yeah, I just it. I just find it to be totally incredible. So uh, this so probably Sears. Sears. I think there will be sad. one Sears left in the store. Uh, one or two. Did I hear Jeff say that right? Well, and it sounds to me like there's still going to be opportunity for online shopping and different things because they're hoping they're going to get back to a place where they can still thrive, but maybe more as an online market. I heard somebody refer to it as the original Amazon. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so Sears in, uh, where do you, you know what, though, I, and look, we online shop a lot, especially mm -hmm. for Christmas. But oh, yeah. it's sometimes it's hard to find when you just need something and need a piece of, you know, equipment or a tool. You used to go to Sears and it was there. Yeah, or clothes or, or shoes. Or, or... It's getting harder to find Anyway, because I, I do a lot of online shopping, but every once in a while I'll have an event or something and I want to actually go try on the dress or I want to try on some shoes. And like uh, if you don't have because here's my fear. My fear is that the more and more of these types of stores that are closing down, the less we're going to see the existence of the Morgantown Mall. Oh, yeah. Malls are going out. The long term, we're not going to have a mall. And for me, that is sad, partially just because of the community side of it. Oh, I love all the you events. Used to go they cruise still cruise the mall, didn't you? Oh, yeah. As and a... they still do like the high, the middle school orchestra concerts up there and different yeah. things. And I think it'll be sad to lose that. So, uh, so Sears going out of town. Sears. Uh, let's see. 35 indictments returned by the Preston County Grand Jury. Only a few people turned out for the first in a series of informational meetings in Preston County last night regarding the proposed closure of Fellowsville and Rollsburg schools, less than a dozen, uh, mostly school employees. Uh, there was a big accident on Interstate 79 yesterday. Uh, that had traffic backed up in uh, several directions. Well, mm. how many directions are there? There's two directions, <laughs> north and south. Uh, traffic was backed up in both directions uh, because of that accident yesterday. Coming up, other side of the break, we're going to talk to Montague County Clerk Carrie Blaney. We'll get you uh, all the important dates and information you need to know ahead of the November 6th general election. We'll talk to Kerry next. It's Morgantown AM, 924 on WAJR. 
Coming up at 10.06, it's Metro News Talkline with Hoppy Kerchival. Now let's return to Morgantown AM on WAJR. We've got a whole gaggle of uh, candidates coming in over the next 10 days or so. But before we dive headlong into political issues, topics, and questions, we bring in Montague County Clerk Kerry Blaney to give us all the facts and figures. I don't know how many figures there are, but all the facts at least about Election Day coming up on November 6th. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning. How are you all this morning? Doing well. First up today is the last day to register to vote, correct? Correct. If you are not currently registered, uh, you have until today, October the 16th, to register and be eligible to vote in the November 6th general election. Now, it used to be that you always had to go down to the courthouse to do that, but now there are some options if I want to vote or to register to vote or check my registration, right? Correct. Uh, You can make an update to your voter registration or check your voter registration online. If you need to make an update, you can go to the OV, it's OVR for online voter registration dot WVSOS.com and you can make any change that you need to make. Change a political party, change an address, change your name if you've gotten married and need to change your name. You can do all of that online. That comes directly to our county from the state. You know what? I still want to come down to the county courthouse just to say hello. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Well, and we love that. And you can do that uh, today until 5 o'clock p.m. But it is really nice that now we're we're in a world where it should be more convenient than ever to be able to get yourself registered and get yourself to the polls. Because another thing is you guys work really hard to make sure that poll hours and poll locations are are easily accessible. We try to, and we've really, I think, improved our election process over the years. The new equipment that we have acquired has made it very easy for us to do that. We had our poll worker training classes yesterday the upcoming election and so we've trained over 180 uh, poll workers and election officials who are going to be working early voting starts next week on wednesday october 24th and will run through saturday november 3rd so we're quickly it's a day-to-day countdown now until election day where are the early voting locations for this election we are using three locations across the county, Mason-Dixon Park, Westover Community Center behind the old Shop and Save in Westover, and of course, Mountaineer Mall at our election center. And what are the hours? Mondays, 9 until 7 p.m., Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5. All right, and that gets started next Wednesday, early voting kicks off. So Election Day, November 6th, you've already trained your poll workers, so you're good there. What else do we need to know? Well, I do want to let the voters know that our county has printed updated voter registration cards, and those should be going in the mail from the vendor this week. They are a new plastic coated card, similar to a card that you would get for your insurance carrier that you carry in your wallet. And it does have a magnetic stripe on the back and a barcode on the back that we will be able to use with our electronic whole book check-in equipment. 
So that should be much nicer for the voters to be able to bring. It's a usable form of voter ID. West Virginia is a voter ID state now, and uh, it doesn't need to be a photo ID, but you do need to bring something with you when you come to vote. And our new updated voter registration cards meet that qualification. That's great. Um, if you don't have one of the new cards, what else can you bring as far as uh, getting yourself ID'd? You can bring a, a West Virginia driver's license, any type of documentation that you may have that has your name and address on it, a utility bill, a vehicle registration card, a vehicle insurance card. Uh, there's Even if you do not have any identifiable, Uh, identifying documents of that nature if you come in to vote and someone who one of the election officials who is working knows who you are an election official can vouch for your identity or a neighbor or someone like that who is in the precinct also at the same time that you are can sign a voter affidavit so there's really no reason for that requirement to prohibit someone from coming in because everybody who appears to vote will be able to vote either a standard or provisional ballot when they come in. Talking to Montague County Clerk Carrie Blaney, this is a a midterm election, Carrie. Typically, uh, historically, I guess was the word I was looking for there, historically, what kind of turnout do we see for a midterm non-presidential election? Normally, you see a little bit lower turnout for your midterm elections, and I think they've talked about that even nationwide, that it's typically a lower turnout. But I do want to remind our voters that in addition to the candidates that are going to be on the ballot, we do have two constitutional amendments that are going to be on the ballot. And um, I know that those are have been talked about on the, on the show some, and those will be bringing a lot of people who are interested in those out. We will be printing a sample ballot in the newspaper. The first sample ballot will appear tomorrow in the Wednesday, October 17th issue of the Dominion Post. And then we will print a second sample on Monday, November the 5th, right before the general election. We also have all of our sample ballots and all of our voter information and election information on our webpage at MonongaiaCountyClerk.com. So if you need to check your voter registration or you need to update it, you can go to our webpage also and, and access the link. If someone is confined to their home or will be out of town beginning October 23rd before the early voting period starts and won't be returning until after Election Day, then they can um, get an absentee ballot. And the deadline to turn in an absentee ballot application would be October the 31st so that we can get that ballot to them prior to the election. And we had only had one precinct change. Uh, It wasn't really a change, but if you remember in the primary, St. Mary's Church, uh, precinct 23 and 25 at Star City, they were undergoing some construction at that location in the primary, and we weren't able to use them. But we are back at St. Mary's Church for the general election. So those voters in the Star City area, Precinct 23 and 25, will be back at their normal location for the general. Montague County Clerk, Carrie Blaney, one of the best in the business. Carrie, we appreciate all the information, and uh, we'll certainly be seeing you before too long. 
Well, thank you very much. We appreciate everything that you all do. And I just want to wanted to make sure I know that all the voters are getting a lot of election mail, a lot of campaign materials in the mail. And I just wanted to make sure that they were aware that we are going to be mailing them some information this week, those new voter registration cards. And it will come in an envelope that has election mail on it. And it will come from our office. So I just wanted to make sure that the voters were paying attention to that and not confusing it with some of the other campaign <laughs> literature that they may be getting. No, that's a great point because th- we start to get a little overwhelmed this time of year with that. So that is a great thing to know. Thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Montague County Clerk, Carrie Blaney. You want to get on your soapbox now or you want to get on your soapbox later? Uh, there's not not even a soapbox. It's just, just vote. Come it's on now. It's so easy now. It's so it easy. so easy. There's no reason not to vote. You can go online to register, so you don't even have to leave the house or wherever you are. You can do it on your phone. You can go at your convenience during the early voting period. And here in Montegalia County, it's easy, squeezy, lemon peasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, touch screen, and if you're confused, great. She has, Carrie Blaney has great poll workers who will walk you through it if you mm-hmm. need to. Otherwise, click, 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 bang, bang, boom. You're you're in and out yeah. within 15, with less than 15 minutes if you get early voting. And for this area, you'd be hard-pressed to not find a poll within 20 minutes of your house. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, Yeah, if you're out, Mason Dixon, I mean, you're, you're Mason Dixon some, Park's got mm-hmm. the Western Inn. Got an early voting location in Westover, and then of course that put the old uh, Mountaineer Mall. Yeah, so I just feel like you're it, again. It's not like because I know in some more rural areas, uh, in some of those counties, as you get into some of the southern parts of the state, they have to. It's a little bit more work. You have to drive further, but we we are so lucky. Go vote, or don't call the show and complain. No, I think our I think our callers vote. Vote. I, I agree. I, I think our audience. I think. Most of them out there. I think you're take right. Take the time to go to the polls, or That's I could be smart. They or I could be show. giving them way too much credit. Eight hundred seven six five talk. Eight hundred seven six five eight two five five. We do need to uh, before election day, maybe next week sometime. Set the over under on voter turnout. Why? Well, said you can owe me more buckwheat cakes. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> An all or nothing here. I got a delivery during the uh, buckwheat festival. Yeah. Of buckwheat flour. Okay. Oh, so you're going to try gonna to. I'm going to make them. Oh. I'm going to bring in homemade Ooh. buckwheat cakes to pay up on this. What? You don't think I can flip some buckwheat cakes? I think maybe. You don't think I can flip some buckwheat I, cakes? I'll though? just say I felt more comfortable with the idea of them coming from, you know, Buckwheat Festival, hey, but <laughs> let me just tell you who's doing the cooking around the Wilson House. Me, for the most part. Mm. But wow. you said you do the cooking, but you don't do like you don't do sweet stuff. You don't do baking. That's I guess baking. pancakes a little yeah, different. That, that, Where do breakfast. they fit? That's breakfast. All right. That's breakfast. That's within my realm. Well, you know, I'm nothing if not brave, Dave. So. Uh huh. Well. Don't hold your breath, though, by the way. Okay. But that's my new pl- <laughs> that's that is right. my new plan. That's right. As I uh, try to triple or nothing on this uh, upcoming election. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. couple of things to jump into on the other side of this break. Uh, we want to make sure you got the information on the candidate form coming up this week. Uh, the League of Women Voters is hosting that coming up on Thursday. Also, this MUB general counsel resignation, we'll talk a little bit about it 
and uh, spend a few minutes on the state Supreme Court because that is an ever-evolving, ever-changing, and somewhat entertaining fiasco. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it all next. We'll take your calls as well, 304-296-0041, 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. Tweet us at Morgantown AM or send us an email, morgantownam at wvradio.com. Back after this. WAJR says a lot about Morgantown on Morgantown AM. 304-296-0041-800-765-8255. Those are the numbers to get in touch with the program. Shoot us an email, morgantownam at wvradio.com. And you can also uh, tweet at us at Morgantown AM. Ralph's in Arnettsville. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning. Hey, How bud. are you folks this morning? Uh, I want to apologize. I haven't read the paper or anything yet or whatever, and I'm just catching the latter part of your show. But please forgive me. But anyhow, did anything come about about those explo- uh, blasts or whatever somebody was hearing? You know, Ralph, uh, I had to, I was filling in for Hop yesterday. I didn't get to make many calls on it, but I still have not seen anything uh, from the television or the no, newspaper about No, and I've asked around that. a little bit, and I, we haven't heard anything. Now, there are, like you said, there's been reports. People heard stuff, but I haven't heard any official report of what it was. One of the fellows I work with lives out on the Grafton Road, right around where the State Road Garage is out that way. Yeah. And he said that he heard them. Huh. And they're whatever. Mm-mm. Now, I do remember a few years back there was an earthquake that, uh, a small earthquake, uh, come through i've maybe been 10 years ago or better i do remember that chuck uh, hell science i remember that i do remember that part or whatever so yeah but anyhow there must have been something going on you know what i mean so yeah i know what you mean we'll keep asking around ralph i'll I'll see if i can get you an answer buddy (laughs) thanks buddy i appreciate it yeah (laughs) right Mm. i don't know i'm just saying could be yeah. Super secret government testing, possibly. No. I don't know. We'll have to ask around. I don't. I still haven't seen anything about it. Nothing. Uh. I don't know. Nothing. Aliens. I'm telling you, aliens. But you usually know more about that kind of stuff than me. Aliens. What the is. aliens? <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, there is a candidate forum coming up. Uh, now, this is true. A candidate forum coming up on Thursday at 7 and 9 at the South Middle School. It's going to be split into two, uh, I don't want to say two programs, two halves. It'll be uh, the county commission forum. This is a, a debate, more or less. You're going to have both candidates up there with an opportunity to answer and respond. The Democrat incumbent, Tom Bloom, from Montague County Commission, and Republican challenger, Andrew Price mm-hmm. will be on stage first, and then it will be a Senate debate featuring, of course, Democrat incumbent Bob Beach and Republican challenger Mike Oliverio. That comes up Thursday uh, at South Middle School. It's hosted by the League of Women Voters. And, of course, it is free and open to the public. Plenty of parking up there. And, and you're encouraged to attend so that Absolutely. you can find out what's going on, know who to vote for. Now, we will have... After this debate and after we uh, watch it, research it, dissect it, we will have uh, our own mm-hmm. candidate forum, if you will, here on Morgantown AM coming up next week. We will have uh, Tom Bloom and Andrew Price in studio on Thursday, October 24th, first day of early voting, mind you. 
Uh, we'll have them in studio, and we will uh, have an opportunity to question both of them. And on Thursday, we will speak to Senator Bob Beach, the Democrat incumbent and Republican challenger Mike Oliverio. Now, we're going to have them both down in the Taj Mahal so we can video this and uh, post that on the web for your mm -hmm. consumption as well. So that's coming up next week on the program. And again, uh, don't forget the League of Women Voters holding their candidate forum coming up Thursday, 7 to 9 at uh, South Middle School. Last night, the Morgantown Utility Board held its uh, regular meeting, and uh, the big story coming out of that was the resignation of General Counsel Tim Stranko. Reading from Ben Conley's story this morning in the Dominion Post, referencing Machiavellian cruelty at the hands of the general manager. Longtime Morgantown Utility Board General Counsel Tim Stranko announced his resignation during Monday's regular MUB meeting. Speaking during the public portion of the session, Stranko aimed a number of remarks at General Manager Tim Ball. Suffice to say that the best judge of a man's character is how he treats other people, particularly people who are subordinate to him, Stranko said, later adding, the general manager neither seeks or receives advice. Stranko had been with the MUB for 22 years. Both Ball and Stranko declined to speak publicly about the circumstances leading to the resignation. Uh, also during his mark, Stranko went on to bring up a handful of issues, most notably the situation faced by Westover Sanitary Board. Um, here's my thoughts. I just wanted to offer these couple of thoughts here. If you're going to go during the public portion of a meeting and, and you're resigning, you're stepping down, and you want to take aim at the person, at your boss, mm -hmm. right, at the general manager, and reference Machiavellian cruelty at the hands of the general manager, then you better be also willing to answer questions about why and what led to the resignation? Because there's obviously more to the story there. Now, I understand why you wouldn't want to on both sides. Professional courtesy there. There's some level of professionalism you want to maintain. But at the same time, if, you, if you're going to go out mm -hmm. and, hey, and it's, it's your prerogative, I would also like you to be willing to answer some questions. Well, what exactly led to the resignation here besides what you're calling Machiavellian cruelty. There's more than a disagreement here, obviously. There's more to this story than is probably going to be put out in the public for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that, as so talking about, I'm not saying that this was unprofessional necessarily, but, but talking about um, professional courtesy, I think that already kind of went out the window there by making the comments in the public portion. Well, if you're looking at it from... The professional courtesy I was referring to would have been from Tim Ball's perspective. Sure. If if somebody, an employee steps down or a subordinate steps, however you want to reference it, then out of, you know. I'm surprised. You don't, you don't air feel... your grievances out in public like well, that, right? Right, because there aren't. It, it feels odd to me because it feels like he was already being outspoken about it, so why not answer follow-up questions? Right. Um, yeah. Because it the, seems like you've got a point to make, but your point becomes kind of moot if you don't share the, the details. Because it is, and, and in a normal business situation, I don't think any of this would even matter, but because it's a public entity, um, because it's something that the community has to to deal with and work with and rally around. That's where I think these questions start to, if you're going to make a point, you need to make it. But um, we don't know what the details are. So maybe there is a point not being made for the sake of 
other employees or something like that. Or maybe, who knows? Maybe it's all nonsense. It's, I don't know. It could be. But who knows? You articulated the problem. very well what I was trying to there was if you're, if you're going to go out, you're going to make this big grandiose you know, speech, then just be willing to answer the follow-up questions to why you're in the situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, state Supreme Court, I talked, obviously spent a lot of time yesterday uh, while I was filling in the big chair there. I don't know where this ends up going. Uh, and again, I'm getting a lot of differing opinions. Uh, Harvey Payton says on the show yesterday, who is our unofficial Metro News legal analyst, hey, look, hey, here's the deal. This is what it's about. I, I don't get why it's such a big deal. And then other attorneys who, who again, I respect their opinion. I don't even pretend to be an attorney. Did you read the opinions? It took me three oh. sittings to read it and try to make heads or tails. Right. Uh, apparently, it's written on a graduate level. I, I kid. Well, it's like a different language. There's a totally different vocabulary necessary Legalese, to follow along. Right. Yeah. But uh, you're also getting in this area of, well, how do you hold people accountable? How do you hold this court accountable? What are the long-reaching implications of And I of think that that's ruling? the question that's coming up for a lot of people, just citizens listening. It's going, well, wait a minute. If you're saying there's nothing we can – how do we ever then – have justice in certain situations. How do we ever govern the governors? Not not literally people. Well, no, I'm not talking about saying. governor justice, but how do we do this? Um, so it, it raises a lot of questions about how we're functioning. And I think we're not. And, and this is just based off of listener reaction. I think we're going to get. There's a line there where you're trying to do the right thing and hold these justices accountable. But at the same time, I think there's going to be, let's call it Supreme Court fatigue. Oh, yeah. And oh, and you're going already. to get this growing. Yeah, because it's growing. People going, ah, how Just long do, and how much is this yeah. going to cost us to drag this thing out? Yes, because that's the other thing. We're paying for this. Right. <laughs> but what's the but what's the cost of holding them accountable? Right. Mm-hmm. Bill wants to weigh in on MUB. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Hey. Somebody ought to, you know, go do a little news story on this MUB organization. You think the Supreme Court's bad? You should see MUB. Oh, my God. There's everything going on there but the kitchen sink. Funny how nobody ever investigates MUB. But now that maybe there's a story, maybe maybe there's a little more to this. Maybe there's a lot of uh, fiefdom over there. Maybe there's a lot of personal use of vehicles. Maybe there's a lot of contractors doing work for higher-ups at the uh, MUB just to get jobs. Maybe, maybe there's a lot over there. Somebody ought to go sniff around a little bit. All right, Bill, hmm. we'll, we'll get the I-team sniffer on that one. <laughs> All right, appreciate the call, Bill. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. All right, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you set. Uh, Hoppy is back. And, oh, boy. I bet he was just itching the last oh. couple of days with everything that's happened. Oh, I'm between sure of Thursday it. Thursday and today. It's killing him. He'll be back in the big chair. We'll get you set for talk line. We'll tell you what's coming up the rest of the week. Morgantown AM, 954. Continuing the tradition, this is the Talk of the Town on WAJR. couple of minutes left in the program. We were just talking about it during the break. Millennials responsible for the death of another classic product. 
American cheese. <laughs> and you're all for this one. I don't like American cheese. Uh, I don't like it. Ugh. But you can put it on. You can put it on. I feel bologna. like it makes my mouth waxy. You can put it on. I don't like bologna ham. either or ham. You can put it on turkey. Or turkey. Make you a good old fashioned classic grilled cheese sandwich. Well, yeah. Now you're talking my language. Egg sandwiches. Egg sandwiches. And you're just sitting there watching it die. I like it with cheddar. I prefer a cheddar oh, cheese. I prefer a cheddar cheese. <laughs> I think, well, I just think American cheese it just is a weird, it's like waxy or something. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. So I guess, finally, we have found something on the millennial level that I completely <laughs> relate to. <laughs> it's taken us long enough. <laughs> I had no idea you were a cheese snob. Well, I'm a cheese everything. Okay. Everything's cheese. <laughs> All right. You know, everybody's got their one thing and they're just passionate about it. Cheese? For really? you, it might be radio. I don't know. Well, For me, be. it's cheese. cheese huh? I have no idea. No Love idea. Cheese. Coming up, Poppy Kirchival is uh, back in the big chair down at uh, the Metro News studios. He's going to have Monmouth pollster Patrick Murray on at 11.33, talking about the West Virginia 3rd uh, Congressional District race between uh, Ojeda and Miller. That's coming up uh, 11.33, Metro News Talk Line. Tomorrow, Sarah and I will be out on location. We'll be at the uh, Kroger and Suncrest for the full-service food drive, and we'll be talking to uh, Democrat House of Delegates candidate Danielle Walker. Full show coming up for tomorrow. Rodney Piles will join us on Thursday. All right, Sarah, let's get out of here. I'll see you at Kroger tomorrow morning. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hoppy Kirchville is up next. John Howard Subaru on the mile ground in Morgantown. Out dealing the other guys every day in every way. This is 104.5 FM and 1440 AM WHAR Morgantown. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.